Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, today we're going to talk about our experiences working on the same book for many years. <laughs> and then how moving on to other projects actually helped us come back to those projects better. I am literally doing this right now. <laughs> I worked on this book it was like back when I was like, oh, I want to become a writer. I'm a, like, whatever, I'll work on this book. You know, honestly, I don't think I even wanted to be a writer. I just wanted to write this stupid book since I was like 13. And I, I worked on it for like, Guys, I worked on it for like 13 years. I'm not even fucking around. Like I rewrote that book so many times. I never wrote another book. Just that one. I just kept going back to it and rewriting it and rewriting it. Got to the end far fewer times than I actually wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And now I, you know, I've written three books since I finished that one. And now I'm rewriting the book that I wrote first. Uh, and wow, big difference. <laughs> Wow, I'm like looking at it from a different perspective. I'm like, like I am the I'm telling the story I always wanted to tell, but didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, I did. I did kind of a similar process as far as writing and rewriting and rewriting the same thing. I didn't do it for quite as long because I was that writer who would start a project, get halfway through, start a different project, get halfway through. But finally, I hit one. I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the book. And for, let's see, probably about four years was when I kept cycling through that project. And eventually I wrote something else and came back to that project. And it was like, oh, I learned how to do different character work. I learned how to tighten up prose. This also kind of ties into letting other people read your work. <laughs> And getting beta reads <laughs> because that will, which I never did. Like when I was working on that mm -hmm. book, I was like, no, no, this is mine. Mine. Yeah. No one else reads. Yeah. Like once you start letting other people read it, you kind of start getting like a little bit more open with experimenting with other projects, especially if you have to send it out for beta reads, then you're like, well, what do I do now? And you're sitting there and you're like, well, I guess I'll write something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like, uh, you I know that, you know, when someone's got a book they want to write, the thing is, is they're going to write it. They're going to be belligerent about it, even if they have been working on it for five years. Like, they have to finish the book that they want to finish. And, like, I did the same thing. I'm game for that. But, you know, make sure you get to the end and then try working on something else because, dude, it's incredible, like, the different perspective that you get because it's like judging somebody you love, like, a whole lot, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you don't sit there and look at your – well – if you're in a healthy relationship, you don't sit there and look at your partner and think to yourself, oh, wow, there's a million things wrong with you. You're just like obsessed with them. And you're like, I love you so much. And oh, my God, like nothing about you could ever be wrong. And and that's how it is with these passion books mm -hmm. that we have when we first decide we want to write. And until we step away and work on something else, um, which may take a few years because you want to finish that passion book and you should. When you step away and work on something else, you suddenly realize what a flaw looks like mm -hmm. because you're not as attached to the new project and you don't care about it as much. 
and you're like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> and you start analyzing why it sucks. Then <laughs> like, you know, like after a year of analyzing a new book, like why does this suck and fixing it, you return to your old book and you're like, oh, oh, wow, this sucks. <laughs> this is actually kind of happening to me right now, too. Uh, because the book that I worked on over and over and over was the uh, Cambiari series, my fairy romance series. And I originally wrote all three books as one book and then realized it was more than one book <laughs> and had to do a lot of rewrites. But I am now working on the third book again. I'm returning to it and uh, I'm reading the first few chapters and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 There's so many extra words in here that do not need to be here. <laughs> And you know, and it's more than just like the the syntax mm -hmm. and the it is it is deep shit, y'all. Yeah. It is like wow. Um, like right now, this book I'm working on, you know, I ended up making a different character the main character because I'm like, wow, this is just uh, you know, I I I look at my characters and I'm like, wow, I need to make a new main character. Like th this girl that we're following around, she's not interesting enough. Everybody does the same thing all the time, and I, you know, I finally was like, I gotta get over this. I gotta you know, make this book about something that somebody hasn't written. And so my main character changed, which was huge mm -hmm. and really important to the process. And I would have never noticed that had I not written another book first, because I learned what a flaw looks like. Mm -hmm. And that is so important. For me, it was plot structure. It was going and working on book number two. It was the, the next book after this big, long running heart project. And I had to start doing, I started reading craft books and I started like analyzing, like you said, the second book, you, you know, you don't, you don't, I would say you don't care about it as much, but it's not, you can look at it a little more analytically, like you said. And I was like, this, this needs some structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I went back to the first book and went, oh, this book has like no climax. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it sucks to like see your passion project and think those things, but like, also coming back with the tools to fix it feels really good because then you like you write it again and you're like this is it like mm -hmm. this is way better and i just had one of those today where i was just like wow uh wow i just changed this thing and i love it like this never happened in the other book and you know avery you're gonna have that a lot too and it's just like it is crazy it's it's just it's just the best <laughs> feeling Every book is going to teach you something different because every book is going to have its own specific challenges. One of my recent projects, I had to learn how to structure a mystery and deal with clues and red herrings and suspects and all that stuff. And so I had to like study and learn that for that book. And I'm going to bring that into any other project I have. And if there had been any sort of element of mystery in this book, I could have come back to it stronger. Same thing with like learning how to write different types of characters, developing your ability to do dialogue. Like, like I said, every book is going to teach you like a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. And I think the hardest part about this is, is letting yourself get past that first book mm -hmm. so that you can move on and learn those things. Cause they're, and, and, you know, I was the same way. I was very belligerent. I was like, I don't want to write another mm -hmm. book. I don't want to. And I've seen a lot of people do the same thing. They're just like, I don't want to write another book. I don't, I want to write this one. And the best way to get over that is to let yourself get to the end and finish that book. Like let yourself finish it. Like let yourself actually fully finish it and then do it. But some people have a lot of trouble like 
getting to the end mm-hmm. of that passion book because if there is an emptiness when that end happens yeah. let me tell you there is and especially if uh like me your adhd uh one of the the traits is that you get most of the way through something and then your brain like knows how it should end and you're just like okay and you don't actually sit down and finish it yeah yeah which is hard you know that's something that you have to like train yourself to get past because mm-hmm. you know if you want to do this forever you know you're going to have things like busyness or you know neurodivergent hangups or maybe you're not neurodivergent you have a big social life just general social activities you've got things like family and social life and stuff and all those things can get in the way of you finishing but um you know and especially when you're younger it's hard to like sort of pick out what's stopping you because you don't have the life experiences to sort of understand why you're hesitating on finishing this book because you're only 19 and you have a lot of stuff going on and hormones are so (laughs) crazy, you know, but like, you know, there's a time where you have to basically sit down and, and, and lay out a game plan for yourself so that you can finish that project and, and do, and then do what you want with it, whether it's querying or you're letting it bake or like whatever you feel like doing with that first project. And then you start a new thing. I got really lucky because I started a uh, NaNoWriMo. I had just learned about NaNoWriMo when I had finished my book and I was like, well, fuck, I'll do that. And I will work on a new project and I won't know the characters or anything. And it's going to be super weird. And that's what I did. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was, it was fun. Do we want to... This is a slight di- digression, but it's related. Do we want to talk about what happens when you finish that big book? You, you're, you're very proud of it. You've worked on it for a very long time. And you finally do let someone look at it and they tell you you're going to have to fix it. And then you have to let it bake. But pretty much everybody I know who has gone through this has had the moment of like, well, then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> And then eventually you come back and write something else and then you go back to the first thing. (laughs) I would say that that definitely happens and it's probably going to happen. You rarely does somebody get it right the first time. People are like when you ask somebody to look at your work and give you critique on it, they're going to give you critique and it's your first book. So it's going to have some stuff wrong with it. And at that point, you're going to be like, I quit. You're going to cry mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, but my tip to you is wait just a little bit because the thing is, is if you send your book to your friend the moment it's finished and you can do this because there is nothing like getting closure on finishing a book than sending it to somebody to read and you can do that. Um, but know that it's going to be the wound is going to be a little bit more tender, I think, than if you wait like four months, because mm-hmm. if you wait just a little bit. Then you have time to process that you finished it. Be proud that you finished it before someone comes knocking on your door like, hey, uh, this is all wrong. <laughs> like, because you're going to be like, well, I just spent so long doing this and this, you know, I, 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 I put everything into this. But in four months, you're going to forget that you did all that and you're going to have moved on and maybe it'll be a little easier to hear. But also there's nothing like sending that book out to somebody the moment you fucking mm-hmm. finish it because you've been waiting for somebody to read it all this time so it really depends on like what kind of person you are you know you can always tell the person not to tell you anything for a couple months you know <laughs> like give me a second to like calm down before you tell me how it's going unless it's going really well then definitely 
fill me with all the compliments. That's why we have a cheerleader, mm -hmm. like someone who can't give us critique. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not allowed yeah. uh, to give me critique. Just tell me that you read it and let me have this. <laughs> like I, I read it and this part is good. And then just don't mention the other part. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's a lot of soul searching, mm -hmm. like depending on like who you are as a person. The first time I ever gave somebody my first book to read, they literally got three chapters in and said, I'm not reading this anymore. You didn't do your research and I'm bored and it's terrible. And I was like, uh, OK. And that was, I think, seven years into working on that project. And that's when I spent another seven years working on it. I didn't quit, but some somebody might. You know, I've seen people quit from comments like that. She was my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I I did quit for for probably months. I don't remember how many months, but it was a long time for me cuz usually I don't go more than a week or two without writing. If I go a month, it's the cuz there's something wrong. I'm, you know, sick or something. <laughs> but yeah, I did I did the big flounce and quit. <laughs> but I, when I came back, that it was a really raw wound with that book, and so I did write something else. And then that was when I was like, okay, I can't. I do remember how to write. I think I can do this. And then, yeah, developed those skills and came back to the first project. So that can be another reason to start something else. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and and it's a great feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a really great feeling, especially when you come back to your old pet project and you're like, oh, there you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Smooshy, smooshy. I love you. Biggie, bee. And you get to work on it again. That's awesome. There is a very special feeling about like coming back to the characters that you first fell in love with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You love those babies. Yeah. We're both doing that right now. And it's just like, oh, uh -huh. it's so nice. We love those babies. <laughs> Well, we are coming up on time. Do you have any final thoughts? Be brave. Finish it. Move on. And then come back. Yes. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.